What's up, guys? I want to give a shout out to all the people that have been listening to the podcast for the last two full years, actually three full years. And I also want to give a shout out to all the new people who have been listening for the last couple weeks. Our numbers are consistently growing by dozens every single week. And I just want to give a huge shout out to all the new listeners out there. If you like the podcast, if you're enjoying the content, please subscribe, leave a review, share it with a friend or family member. Now right to the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Life Coach Zach podcast. Today is a very special episode. I got a good friend of mine coming on the podcast today. His name is John, John Palatnikov. And I met John at the gym back in 2000 and uh, I think it was middle of 2022. We've become friends ever since. We have a lot in common. I really loved his knowledge and all the wisdom that he shared with me about spirituality, natural medicine, elevating human consciousness. And I figured he'd be a really good guest on the podcast. So for all you listeners out there, if you haven't already reviewed, subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that and we'll get right to the episode. John, what's up, my man? How you doing? What's going on? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for asking. So for all the people out there listening, uh, John has a bachelor's in alternative medicine and uh, he's very knowledgeable on natural healing. And I figured that this episode would be very relevant to one of the Instagram posts that I just put up this week about how I've had two full ACL reconstruction surgeries and I've ran three full Ironman triathlons. So if that's not proof that injuries cannot or do not, excuse my language, prevent you from accomplishing amazing physical endurance feats. I I think that that says a lot. And I want to get John here to tell us more about alternative medicine. But John, man, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. I'm feeling great. Um, Life is good. Good, brother. You look good. Thank you. Likewise. Tell us more a little bit about all the experience you have, what you've learned, uh, getting your bachelor's in alternative medicine and how it's related to your life day in and day out. Okay, so it's been a fascinating journey. Uh, life in general is is crazy. Everybody knows that. Um, I when ever since I was a kid, I've always leaned towards being a veterinarian because I love animals and I think that animals don't get the the treatments that they deserve. And because they're such sacred creatures that were here on Earth before us, for the most part, you know, we're animals too, but. But um, I realized later down the line that humanity is really what needs to be healed. Um, we're the ones that need to, to have a better perspective on nature so that we can treat animals better and nature itself. Um, so I, um, I was never big into pharmaceuticals or Western medicine. And uh, my path kind of led me towards natural medicine. And I found a good school. Um, not too far away, about 40 minutes away from where I lived. And it's the only school in Florida where I live that actually teaches natural medicine. So it was very convenient. And it was the best decision I ever made in my life. Um, it's the the knowledge that I learned there, stuff that everybody needs to know. Um, it's natural medicine is the first medicine. It's the original medicine. And uh, modern day uh, science tries to disprove a lot of things that we've been using for thousands of years to heal ourselves. But it is the original medicine. A lot of things are based off of that. Right. That so what? tell us more about natural medicine and what are some of the most common practices when it comes to natural medicine? So 
Natural medicine is a very broad term. There are so many different modalities of healing. Um, I learned a little bit about Chinese medicine, about acupuncture, about homeopathy, um, about um, herbology. Uh, I took a chiropractic course. There are so many different ones. And uh, here in the West, we mostly recognize chiropractic medicine. Um, it's finally um, given given the um, the respect that it deserves because people don't understand the chiropractic medicine is actually very, very old. It's just it was never called that thousands of years ago. Um, uh, there's uh, forms of Chinese medicine that do the same things. They, they adjust uh, the spine and things like that. But Western medicine kind of rediscovered it. Um, so that's one of the, the common forms of natural medicine that we uh, practice here in the West, but um, Eastern medicine, there's still there's still a lot going on. We have acupuncture that's being recognized over here, um, herbology. There's the common practices I would say people uh, follow the most without even knowing it is stuff like grounding, is stuff like being out in nature, going for a walk. That uh, being being exposed to sunlight itself. And even even meditation, things like that, that is the biggest thing for your health, because if your mind um, is healthy, then the rest of your body will follow afterwards. Love that. Great explanation. Simple, practical, easy to understand. I've tried acupuncture myself. I've been, even though I don't really like chiropractors too much because the cracking my back kind of just like freaks me out a little bit. I, I definitely know a ton of people who have received incredible benefits and results from going to chiropractors. Grounding is something I do often, just, you know, walking with without shoes on in the grass. Uh, so I definitely vibe and and love all of the things that you're talking about, all the exercises that you're, that you're naming. But tell us more about um, if there was a, I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit. If there was a protocol, a, a, a natural medicine protocol that everyone should do, regardless of weight, regardless of where they live, regardless of their physical fitness goals, what would be the natural medicine protocol? I would say mindfulness. Um, be very self-aware because a lot of a lot of times people lose connection with their own body and they don't know when their body's trying to tell them something you know like like usually you eat like a bad meal and then later on your body's like oh this isn't good but if you're in tune with yourself you'll know what's right to eat and what's not before you even put it in your mouth um, I think mindfulness is very important because then you'll be able to to just be very self-aware. You'll eat the right foods. You'll drink water. Water is like the ultimate cure-all because we're we're seventy some percent water, and uh, and water has a frequency to it that that has healing properties. And just drinking water all day long will help detox a lot of things that you have in your body and just eating the right foods, you know, uh, health is wealth. And, uh, uh, a lot, this country, you know, we eat very poorly and, um, it reflects on us definitely. Um, so I think, uh, better eating habits would be the number one biggest medicine, um, and mindfulness. Um, so I guess yeah. uh, hopefully that was a good answer. Um, no, that was a great answer. And, and, and I want to piggyback off that a little bit. I, yeah. I think those two go hand in hand because awareness and mindfulness, as you said, is so important in everything that we do. 
And because we eat every single day, multiple times a day, forever, it's important that we optimize that experience. And it's important that we do it in a good, healthy, and balanced way. So it's not just about what nutrients you're putting in your body or at what times you're eating. It's about becoming more aware of how you're going to feel after you put something in your body. For example, for me, there are healthy foods that my body doesn't really respond to well, and apples are one of them. I know that after I eat an apple, I don't know if it's the fiber, I don't know if it's the skin of the apple, my body rejects it. I feel extremely full, I feel lethargic, and look, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, and I believe that statement. Obviously, it's a very blanket, vague, and surface-level uh, like statement, but we've all heard an apple a day keeps the doctor away. It basically means you know, eat an apple a day, you'll be healthy. Eat fruits and vegetables, you'll be healthy, but uh, for me, an apple doesn't really... Uh, digest well. And I only know that because of mindfulness. I only know that because of awareness. So I think the practice of uh, being more mindful when you eat is important. And one of the tips, tricks, and hacks I want to share with my audience before we get to the next question is uh, when you're eating, try to eat slower. Put the fork yeah. down between bites to have a you know smile between bites. You're supposed to chew your food 12 times before you swallow. And practices like this are very critical when it comes to digesting your food. But you know, being aware of what you're eating, I, I, lo- I love that a lot. So what, what else did you learn when it comes to natural medicine? Or what are some of the natural medicine practices that you're trying to implement into your life? Okay, so diet would be one of them. Uh, because I, I feel like I could be eating better. Um, to go off of what you said about the whole apple thing, I just want to say real quick that an apple a day, that that phrase, um, they're on the right track, but it could also be because of the food industry that we reject certain foods. Like maybe your body rejects GMO apples, you know, like maybe certain apples have, uh, you know, ha- are were genetically modified and the body recognizes that. And maybe you were so used to eating organic foods that maybe the apples that you buy at the grocery store may not be the ones that nature intended. I think you're right. Yeah. So um, so that's a big thing. That's the only, and hold that thought because that's the only fruit I eat that's not organic, I don't think. Oh, Like I usually just pick up an apple. It's, it's got to be it. That's got to be it. So I'm going to try eating organic apples. I don't know why I don't pick out organic apples. You're, you just made me realize that, but go, because, but go on with your thought. Well, because uh, most apples are a lot bigger now and they're not supposed to be that big. They're genetically mo- modified. So you're going to want to eat the smaller apples that don't look as appealing, that don't have that wax coating on top to make them look shiny and glossy. Um, that's not that's not what nature had. And we that's something that humans created to make food look more appealing, but it's not any better for you. You know, may still have some of the nutrients, but it's not it's not the apples that we've had hundreds of years ago before uh, the food industry went and, you know, mass produced things and gen- genetically modified them. Um, right. uh, I want to go back to the question you had for me. Oh, so you were asking me about uh, some of the things that I learned, um, you know, during my bachelor's for natural medicine. Um, the two things that were huge to me that I'll never forget. One um, I forgot what I forgot what the law is called. There's a law of nature. Uh, I'm gonna paraphrase a little bit, but there is you can look at certain herbs, certain fruits, certain plants in general, and they can tell you exactly what they're going to do for you. 
uh, the, the, I forgot what the principle is called. I'll have to get back to you another time with that. But um, for example, walnuts are shaped like a brain. And it's been found that walnuts have certain omega-3s that actually help brain function. And they're shaped like a brain. Um, also, uh, grapes look like the alveoli in your, in your lungs, like the little air sacs in your lungs. Grapes look like that, but they also have um, um, healing abilities for the lungs. They can help clear some of the mucus in your respiratory tract. Um, it's things like that. Uh, where nature kind of gives you hints and clues as to what it's going to do for you. There's plenty of fruits out there, you know, like you you can cut open, um, I don't know, a pomegranate or a pear, and the shape on the inside may look like something related to the human body. And it's almost like nature evolved with us to cure us. Um, it's, it's fascinating stuff. It really is. Um, it's almost like there's some divine power out there, uh, hint, hint to some people, um, that's kind of, uh, guiding us in the right direction. Um, it's, it, I, I can get into that all day. I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but you know, maybe you and I could chop it up about that sometime. Oh, but, we'll definitely chop it up in the sauna. Yeah, Absolutely. So, so tell us more about how, because I know you're a very spiritual person. Okay. Talk about how everything we just talked about for the last 13 minutes is connected to spirituality. And what does that mean? And how can people leverage that and use that to their advantage? Everything is spirituality because everything is energy. And um, when it comes to natural medicine or diet or mindfulness, it's all interconnected no matter what. Every all the dots are already connected for us. It's just that us as a species kind of got away from spirit a little bit over the past few thousands of years. We kind of lost touch with nature. And, you know, this is where we come from. Uh, the earth created us like it, the earth is one giant spiritual organism. It's a celestial body that we sprouted from just like the plants that were here before us. And um, everything is super interconnected. Everything is energy. Everything is frequency and vibration. And um, that's my definition of spirituality, the oneness, the, the interconnectedness between us and everything else in the universe. We are, I think the universe is one giant uh, conscious spiritual being, and we are all part of it. Um, and I, I like to tell people when, you know, when they're a little down on themselves and they're like, oh, I wish I wasn't here. Well, if you weren't here, then the universe wouldn't be complete. Um, we are, we, each of us are a piece of the puzzle. And if someone were to cease to exist, then the universe would not, no longer be whole. And that's what spirituality is about. It's wholeness, the interconnectedness, how we are all in this together. We're all spiritual beings and we have to love each other. You know, we okay. have to uh, recognize that we're one big spiritual being together. Right. I love that. We are all in this together. We're supposed to love one another. And in 2022, and even before that, we've seen a lot of war going on. We've seen a lot of hatred, whether it's people hating other people for this, that, and the other. So do you feel like the universe, or do you feel like, I'm going to use the word God here. Do yeah, you feel funny. like the universe, or do you feel like God is testing us or challenging us in some way, shape, or form? I think the whole concept of God isn't what we 
uh, speculated it to be. I think God is just the universe itself and everything in it. And every being in the universe with free will has the option to uh, start a war or to create love and peace. And we're all here for the experience to be tested uh, by the universe. Um, I think that this human life is uh, a, a small blip in the grand scheme of things that this Mm -hmm. is just this is just us experiencing what it's like to be humans and humans make mistakes that's the whole point that's the reason why this plane of existence is not heaven heaven would be something in a in another dimension something that's uh way way bigger than we can ever fathom Uh, a place like that would be the the destination and this is the journey right here. And we have to make decisions along our path. And there are evil forces out there that are going to wage war, that are going to uh, make sure that we are divided. Because like I said, when we are one, we become the universe itself. We become very par- powerful beings when we learn to, to be unified and we right. uh, you know, uh, reach our full potential together. And, and closing the circle, first of all, that was a beautiful explanation. Well said, you. John. And, uh, you know, really coming full circle and closing the loop here when it comes to the universe and it comes to God and whether you believe in this religion or that religion, or maybe you do not believe in God whatsoever. You know, I, I can only speak for myself, but I think John would agree with me when I say, you know, we respect and we admire everyone's faith. Yes. Because if we didn't, we wouldn't be showing love and compassion and empathy to other people because we're all in this together. We're all yeah. neighbors, we're all brothers and sisters, and we all just want to be healthy and happy, right? And, and, yeah. and feel peace and joy in our heart and bringing it full circle back to the natural medicine in the sense that this is why water, which covers over 80% of our earth, and this is why grounding, walking on the earth, in the dirt, in the grass, this is why meditation, connecting to our breath. The first thing we do when we pop out the womb is breathe. Right. Meditation, connecting to our breath, is so important. Self-love and affirmations are so important. And these are all different arms that comprise natural healing. And yeah. this really brings everything full circle and it really bridges the gap between natural medicine and the universe. So I, I think, you know, I agree with everything you say, you know, as much as I, as much as conviction I have, and I agree with everything you say, as much conviction as I have that everything you're saying is truth. There's nothing to lose, in my opinion, in believing it, regardless of if it's true or not. We're either going to die and go to heaven or we have heaven inside us right now when we just our consciousness and our spirit lives on and, and we're just the wind and we're the birds and we're the tree and we're the sky and we're the volcanoes and we're the hills and valleys and mountain peak tops and, and we just see life for the beauty and what it is because most humans can't recognize that. Or maybe we cease to exist. Maybe because it's, it's, it, everything is possible. That we do cease to exist. And if that is the case, which I don't believe, if that is the case, it still doesn't affect me being happy right here, right now with what I got from where, where I'm at. It doesn't affect me learning and growing and getting stronger and helping and giving and serving humanity as a whole. So that's kind of my spiel on everything uh, yeah. as far as all that goes. What do you think about that? I have a, I'm glad you brought that up. I have a very interesting concept for you. Um, so you're talking about respecting everyone's faith. Well, what if I told you that I am everybody else's faith? What if I told you that my version of spirituality is believing that every religion, every ideology and belief system 
um, has a piece of the puzzle, has a certain truth to it, and everything is all interconnected. I think there is one truth, one 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 reality, and it branched out into multiple beliefs. And if you notice in a lot of religious texts, they're saying kind of the same things mm-hmm. amongst different different uh, places on earth, different uh, cultures. They all talk about very similar things. Like for example, praying and meditation. Give me like a difference between prayer and meditation, right? There's not a whole lot of difference. One is you're asking God for something. The other is you're asking the universe to manifest something for you it's a very similar concept um so i i not only um respect everyone else's faith but i believe um in a little bit of everybody's faith i believe that that every religion and ideology is a piece of the puzzle that comes together to create the bigger picture um and um i think that's what it's all about i think it's keeping an open mind and uh, doing your research, uh, looking at different belief systems and kind of gathering and absorbing what you need to take from that and build your own understanding of life and the universe. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and as I sit here and, and I look at John through the computer screen and I'm listening to his words and listening to him articulate his thoughts, I can't help but to think how smart he is and I can't help to think about, you know, how wise he is beyond his years. But one thing I really do respect and admire about you, John, is your humility. And the fact that, you know, there is some things that you can be wrong about. It is possible that there are other, you know, ways to do things in life. And uh, humility and a beginner's mindset is the reason why you're able to grow. It's the reason why, you know, you're already accomplishing incredible things in your life. And uh, I, I really do appreciate that, man. And I, yeah. and I try to embody humility and be humble each and every single day because I've seen the results from uh, being humble. And I know that's really off topic, but I kind of just wanted to share that with you. No, thank you. I, uh, I, I appreciate your kind words. I think that it usually takes uh, a traumatic experience or somebody losing everything to become humble finally. Um, but um, I say start now. Don't wait until until you everything is taken from you to finally learn how to love and appreciate other things and everybody else and be humble. You know, uh, start now. Just start showing love and light towards yeah, everything. Light. And, and then when it comes um, to starting now, okay, mm-hmm. someone is listening to this podcast and they want to apply it to their life. When it comes to natural medicine, what's something that they can do and start now to implement some of the things we talked about with uh, natural medicine and healing? Um, first of all, just start with meditation because everybody needs to, to be self-aware and learn about what their body is asking for. Um, that will help you choose your diet better. Just be, be a lot more mindful, um, and just sit there from when was the last time most people sat down with themselves and got to know themselves on a deeper level. No one really does that unless they meditate. Um, kind of sit with your thoughts and be aware of what thoughts are coming in and out. And, and just every time you think of something as you're meditating, hold on to that thought because thoughts exist in a, in a, in a separate realm, in a separate dimension. They, uh, thoughts are not your own. They come from an outside source that the same source that we all share together. So when a thought comes along, 
um, you grab onto it and you say, why am I thinking this? Uh, what is what is this trying to tell me? Uh, is there another force that's trying to uh, persuade me of thinking a certain way? Um, negative energy is everywhere. And it creates domino effects where we it starts to affect our mental health if we don't catch it immediately. Some people are trained to catch a negative thought and delete it immediately. Mm-hmm. Just delete it because mm-hmm. we are we are computers. We we can grab a thought immediately and delete it. Um, we are the the most intricate and complex piece of technology on the planet Earth. Um, the earth itself created us and we're like, we're computers, you know, we are like quantum computers that are able to not only uh, gain full control of ourselves and our thoughts, but also to manifest, to send signals out into the universe and attract things into our life. Uh, People don't understand how powerful we are. It's, it's incredible. Um, I would start there to answer your question. I would start with yourself. Be very mindful and do your research for sure. And, and meditate daily. How often do you meditate or is there a protocol for other people to meditate? Um, I think meditating once a day, uh, should be perfect. Uh, sometimes I don't have a chance to meditate once a day myself. I have a very busy schedule, but, uh, whenever you can, you know, it's a marathon. It's not a race. You can start right now. You can start tomorrow. Uh, the, but there's nothing like the present, you know, tomorrow's never promised. Um, start right now. Even even if you're busy right now, if you're listening to this podcast on the go, as soon as the podcast turns off and you're finished watching this episode, uh, sit there with your thoughts. You don't have to close your eyes and go, um, you could literally just be present and breathe. We forget to breathe sometimes. Take a deep breath and just sit with your thoughts um, and um, I think it's called uh, there's a it's it's a type of meditation uh, like a, a waking meditation or something like that where you can just go along your normal day your normal schedule and just be mindful um, just let thoughts come and go and absorb them take the message from each thought and see what it ser- how it serves you and move on to the next. Absolutely. Um, oh, sorry. Were you? Um, you I, I wanted to, to, to bring something up uh, from earlier when we were talking about faith and religions and you were talking about how uh, it is possible for uh, after this life for there to be nothing. Um, I, I want to say to you that uh, because we brought up medi- uh, manifestation, I be- what if I told you that each belief system is something that you manifest for yourself and you choose where you go? after you leave this earth? What if I told you that every day we are creating our own afterlife with our thoughts, with our beliefs, and uh, we manifest it for ourselves? If someone lives with a lot of guilt and they believe that they deserve to go to hell subconsciously, they may end up in a place similar to that. Or Mm -hmm. if they believe there's nothing after this, it's total darkness, who knows? Maybe they may end up there as well into a void. You know, or you end up in a purgatory until you finally uh, realize where you want to go. I think some people end up in just the, the, the astral plane where they're just existing in this purgatory, floating around as a soul because they had no belief system and they don't know where to go next until you finally figure that out for yourself. Amazing. That, that is a thought I have not, that's never crossed my mind. So I learned something today. John, it was uh, such a pleasure having you on the podcast today as a guest. 
you're a very special guest of mine because you're someone who uh, I interact with in person. And it's very rare that I have people that I interact with on person in person on the podcast. Uh, to all the people that are listening that want to get connected with you, how should they reach out? You can drop your phone number, your email, your Instagram, whatever you want to share. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my Instagram is Jonathan T96. That's J O N A T H A N T 96. Um, that's just my personal page. Um, I'm working on a couple other Instagram pages, but they're not up and running yet. Um, and, um, if you're interested, um, I work with a company that, uh, creates, um, stem cell patches that activate your own stem cells. And because I was in the realm of natural medicine, uh, I was approached by a representative of this company. And um, I don't want to say too much about it uh, on the podcast right now because, you know, uh, there's big pharma and other uh, other uh, there's people that don't want something like this to succeed because stem cell research is uh, may just be the end all be all for health. Um, If you want to learn more, um, you know, I just gave you my Instagram. Just DM me. I can tell you more about this product, but I use it every day. I'm wearing a patch right now on my neck and it basically just activates dormant stem cells in the body. Um, and, uh, it's not, it's not like you're injecting stem cells from some somewhere else. These are your own stem cells that aren't being used because as we age, we don't use as many stem cells. Um, and they become, they die off essentially because, you know, we don't know how to activate them. So, uh, so I have, I wear this patch. It's a non-transdermal patch that does not enter the skin. It has uh, a special crystal in it that's uh, sensitive to light and it activates through sunlight and body temperature, body heat, and it sends a frequency or vibration into your body to activate the mitochondria of those stem cells. And then your brain will do the rest. Your brain will tell them where to go. Um, so, um, if you're interested in learning more about stem cells and what this patch is all about, you can reach me on Instagram. Amazing. Um, I want to give my phone number out, uh, on the, on the podcast only because, you know, I'm going to get a bunch of, you know, random texts and calls, but, um, Instagram is something I can access a few times a day kind of look at the DMS and, you know, reach, reach out to people. But, um, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because, uh, we were talking Perfect. about natural medicine and, Stem cells are the future. Yeah. So. Absolutely, man. So uh, to all the people that are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Audible, uh, you can go ahead and follow Jonathan on Instagram. If you're watching on YouTube and you stuck around the entire time, thank you so much for your time, energy, and attention. I'm going to drop Jonathan's Instagram handle below in the description. If you haven't already subscribed or left a review, please continue doing that, guys. We're running up the charts, and uh, it's all because of you guys sharing it with your friends, family, and the people you know. Jonathan, thank you so much for your time today, and I will see you soon.